you guys did a um, photo shoot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard to explain, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah, like, it's, well, I've tried to explain it. I'm like, uh, it's like, it's I thought you went to New York for uh, uh, for manager meetings in an event. I said, I did, but you know, in the 20, 20 minutes between them, we, Omar set up a photo shoot. He goes, you set <laughs> yeah. up a photo shoot in 20 minutes? Did you hire the person? Yeah. I was like, no, yeah. he's just there. He's just there. Like, this dude just, like, he's waiting there with what? a camera for people to walk in. <laughs> yeah. Excited to see you. It's very excited. That guy was very excited. He was a it was cool like, dude. But where did you? Where were you? I was like, I, Brett's like old apartment was a creative studio. Like, what does that so mean? I, like, that. I don't know. I don't know. But he was there. She said, "How did you get this?" This is your topic. Yeah. She goes, "How'd you get those photos?" I said, "It's crazy. The, the place had rooms with these setups." It did. What was it? I go. I don't know. It was in Soho, <laughs> and it was just the door that we went in and went up some stairs. I think my wife convinced. I went to New York for nefarious purposes. Like yeah. none, of the, none of my stories make sense. <laughs> no, they right. don't. They don't make after sense. that photo shoot. <laughs> when they include Omar, they make no sense. No, they sure don't. Oh my God, that's funny. All right, I think we got something from that. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of FTS Friends Talking Shop. This is Josh, your main host for this evening. I got my two co-hosts by my side, we'll get to them in a second. But we are on episode 56. Uh, this is going to be a timely one. We're kind of back into uh, our groove a little bit. We, we had a break between 54 and 55, but we turned around 56 quickly just for your listening pleasure. So uh, just as a reminder, the FTS podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Deacon Whiskey. Deacon Whiskey, Smokey, Sweet, and Pete. Uh, let me say hi to my co-host, Dave. How are you doing? What's going on with you? I'm doing all right. I just got back from New York City, as you know, because we yeah. were together. We were all there. All we're all together. And uh, I don't know what we want to talk about exactly, our escapades in New York, which was pretty fun. <laughs> Let's not call um, them escapades. That's good. Uh, misadventures. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Madcap adventures that we had. Um, it was fun to see you guys. It was kind of a, a typical yes. thing. I don't, I guess we should, uh, just mention we did, had a kind of impromptu photo shoot while we were there. We did. Uh, with, uh, and we'll probably put the picture up on the, on the website. I think is that, is it already up on the website? No, not yet. Not yet. We wanted okay. to, uh, yeah, we wanted to have this episode come out first, let everyone know and then put it up for, for everyone to check out, maybe a couple others from from the. From the it is like, do you do you guys remember what I said about Will Smith? Uh, yeah, you said you uh, admired him quite a great deal, and and you wanted to model your life after him. Is that the, the sentence you're talking about? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm talking about how he how when he was being interviewed by his biographer. Yeah, whatever, whatever writer, not autobiography. Um, there's no interview. <laughs> biographer. Yeah. Um, that um, he said to him, he noticed how Will Smith would talk to everybody he meets for like take a picture, smile, and yeah. always be so patient with every fan that he would meet. And he said to him, "How do you do it?" And he goes, "I'm gonna forget meeting that person five minutes later because of my life." Right. And that person will remember that moment, though, for the rest of their lives. It's going to be a very important moment for them because I'm Will Smith, right? And so can you, you guys hear me? Okay. Yeah, we no, can no, hear you. No, wait a second. Yeah. No, my, no my, my point is I felt like that during the photo shoot uh, because okay. that was just me basically just, you know, whatever. And that's, that's probably You're the Will Smith in this when, story? 
Well, I'm, because... I'm, the, uh, I'm the starstruck <laughs> fan. Thanks. That's <laughs> you and Josh both are. No, but because I grew up there in many ways. That's mm. where I used to live there. So I've been in that place so long. It's like my home. Yeah. Right. So I was also super comfortable. And also I'm not I don't I'm pretty comfortable in front of a camera and a microphone. Yeah, you're, you're, you're quite photogenic. Just so the, the, the listeners understand, we went to a kind of a staging area for for uh, that's uh, run and owned by our good friends at Deacon Whiskey. Uh, we took a couple of photos in, in a couple of their different um, studio setups, I guess. I don't even know. The, the it's, a, it's a content studio. It's a content, studio. content studio. So it's there you a beautiful go. space adapted. Of course, I'd say beautiful, but um, and they have each of the brands and a lot of talent comes in who support the brand to shoot Very cool. for, for their own social media, whether it's someone like Lil Wayne, Wiz Khalifa, Lil Kim. And us. Mary, Mary or J. Dave, Blush, Josh, and Omar. Dave yeah, Erickson, right. and Josh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it was, it, yes, it was the pictures as you'll see it is probably the one of the coolest pictures I've taken. Yeah, I know it's just another day in Omar's life, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it is uh, it was a very fun experience. And the other thing was we got together, went to a gala, um, which I learned I need to spend some time preparing for these galas, so I have a way of <laughs> figuring out a way to stand away from the speakers and the music so I can you're hear people. I was on my knees. You were on your knees. Yes, you were you on said, your knees. Yeah, yeah. You, um, you didn't have much of a seat. By the way, I had a very funny joke about that, and no one even responded. Maybe you did, Dave. Was uh, it a sexual joke? Someone's like, you can't sit on your knees. I'm like, I'm a marketer. Come on. You don't act like you know. Uh, uh, I, didn't, I didn't hear that. Bum. I didn't, yep, that's pretty good. Um, but uh, I, I can't hear anymore. If there is sort of this noise, I don't know how many conversations I had where I'm just nodding, saying, yeah. Nodding, yeah. Yep. Like, I want to yep. kill you. And I, yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, and I, I need to have a better plan of how I can situate myself so I can have a conversation. It's getting to the point where it's just not working anymore. So I, I don't know what to do about that. Yeah, here's what you I do think, for that. I think there should be a rule at galas. If you are a certain level of supporter for a charity, you should not have to – you should not be – able to be cornered <laughs> that would be like anybody <laughs> else at the gala in conversations that you clearly do not want to be in so in other words if you give a certain amount of money you Correct. should be wearing a, a pin or a yeah. sticker of some sort that says yeah. leave me the hell alone i've given enough well i don't know whether it's sectioned off but i think that <laughs> but you should say there should be some kind of like double opt-in for any yeah. conversation yeah you know yeah uh, yeah I wonder how that would go exactly. Uh, I'm sorry. Stop right there. Uh, not only can I not hear you, but you are far beneath me. I'm a big donor, so move, move I along. I just thought of something amazing. I'm going to run it by you guys. I just thought of it as, as Omar was talking about that. What if for events like these, everyone got like a little like clip-on pin that you put like on your lapel or you put uh, like underneath your first button of your shirt and it lights up with a like you click it and it lights up and you click it and it goes out right okay and only those who have their buttons lit up are asking for conversation hmm. if your button is not lit if your little light is not lit don't talk to me it's almost How like I, see what i'm saying yeah, so you can no, walk yeah. around without right. anyone approaching you if your little button isn't lit up and feel completely safe and and not have to get in any conversations you don't want to what about that? Isn't that a great idea? You might have something there. I just can't tell if it would make you a bigger jerk or yeah, less of a jerk. Yeah, quite an asshole. <laughs> yeah. 
I used to stand there with the light, your light off. But yeah, it, you you get away from the uncomfortable conversations. Yeah, it's, equi- I, it's equivalent to turning your lights off on Halloween night when you're home. Right. Exactly. Right. Same thing. I don't I, got any funny candy. because we're we're uh, we're talking about that for our event we have next week in terms of stuff to put on the other side of the lanyard if you have it flipped over, and it's saying stuff like. I, I just flip because I don't want to talk to anyone right now. Or like, you know, there you I used go. To, same thing. You flip I'm, it. Yeah. Or like, you know, I, I think SB, I think, I think SBF is, 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 uh, innocent. Like stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants to talk to but, you. Yeah. But I like that idea of the light thing, which is interesting. Because at least you can I, see I a light. Those events, yeah. they're, they're dark and it's hard to read anyone's name on their name tag unless you get real close. And so you'd have to go up to see if they don't want to talk and it'd be awkward to then go, Oh, and then walk away with the light. You see lights on. I can approach you. Yeah. Lights I suppose on. it encourages yeah. more conversation than two. Does, you, like right? two lit people would say, Hey, let's talk. You're open. Like, yeah. And what if someone who doesn't know anyone who's standing there wants to talk to someone right. now they have the lit, the light on and now people are going to be like, Oh, that person actually wants to have a conversation. Yeah. I can go over freely without fear of rejection. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's an open invitation. Open I, invitation. I actually, you know what, Josh? I have something, don't I? I think you might have something. Another idea in the great idea. idea. Yeah, yeah. I am. Are you gonna? It's amazing how hey, it comes, I might, just listen. Hey, listen. Head. We can uh, we we can implement this shit next week. I think we should. I think this is this is spot on. I don't know if we can get lanyards that have those buttons on it, but like, but look, green light, have, red light. You have you have um. Like, uh, they sell those things for like, uh, hallways and like underneath staircases where you just click it and the light goes on, you click it and the light goes off. So why can't they make that in, in tiny form? Yeah, I would think it the technology exists, it, right? Yeah. Of course it exists. I want, I want one light to be speak very loud to me. Uh, that would be like some, the orange light means old <laughs> man, I'm old. speak I'm loudly. Old. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Uh, anyway. Omar, how are you doing? Gosh, do you think – when is the last time that you inspired someone? I just did, two seconds ago. Did you just not hear my whole light thing? David, my whole like light it. idea was inspirational. You're going to do it in your event. That's how inspirational it was. I have already convinced you to, to implement it in your yeah, event. You're right. Yeah. So there's your answer. Boom. Prior, prior to that? I, oh, prior I to that. Yeah, prior, never. Prior to that? Yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you guys about my DoorDash thing I did with the spaghetti bolognese? Yes, you did. I this ordered a, from like this was a top restaurants. Yes, this was the right. topic so, on one of our so, podcasts. Yes, yes, <laughs> I figured that we did. So there's a little update on that story. Okay, let's refresh um, everyone. Yeah, refresh it for me. For people, in, in case someone forgot. Not me, but you want me to do it or are you going to do it? Oh, I should do it. Okay. So basically I wanted to see like what's the best spaghetti bolognese in New York City. Oh, that's right. So I ordered spaghetti bolognese from eight different restaurants on. When you're with a family. You're with with my best friends, Mike and Ariel and the babies. Yeah, you don't And I, and I wanted to see what's the best. We ordered eight different spaghetti bolognese and it was amazing. And except you um, didn't want to, you, you knew the one that you liked the best and didn't want to. No, I did not know in advance. I really kind of found the one, then I pounced on it. Yeah, right. You didn't want to share it. Corner. Yeah, right. yeah. So, but, um, so it was a fun exercise, and I would do it all over again, probably more often, um, if I if I think about it, maybe with another kind of dish. But um, 
I got an update with you on that story. Are you guys? Would you guys like to hear a quick update? I didn't on that know there story? was. A, I didn't know there was a cliffhanger there. I thought it was <laughs> yeah. signed, sealed, and delivered. Go ahead. Everyone yeah. got yeah. sick. So, yeah, so, so diarrhea. diarrhea. Oh, Dave, explosive diarrhea. James. Whoa. So one of my <laughs> um, on your card. <laughs> one of my. I think they're my satellite besties. Uh, married couple, Neil and Kelly. I'm sure they um, love hearing that. Kids. I love them both. And Neil is a brilliant. Um, He's CEO for an ad company all right. called Biden right. Kennedy. Give away his whole identity. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh. That's all right. Keep going. Okay. It's pretty. Yeah, people don't want to know they're affiliated with you, so just keep that in mind when you tell a story of people's names. Okay. It's embarrassing. Um, so <laughs> he, I saw him this past weekend, and he goes, "Dude, he goes, we, you know, his firm won." The DoorDash account. It's a huge mandate to be oh, there. Oh, oh, okay, to be their advertising it, firm agency. Yeah, they're advertising DoorDash. for DoorDash. Got it. And yep. that's awesome. Um, and uh, and he goes, dude. He goes, I used your story about what you did and how, how DoorDash affects people's lives and they all can build a community and like and like that was like a big thing for like I'm like get out of here. That's very that cool. Was, that was neat. Like because, a madman pitch. He was well, like shot. I guess, Work man, shopping. he is, he's that, he's that kind of guy for sure. Um, and it's just neat because I think sometimes, you know, we go with our judgment and some, and this often being trying to be funny, which isn't always successful. Um, it puts you in dangerous positions. So it's nice sometimes when there's outcomes like that. So I had a very similar, um, circumstance, uh, with this, with a similar result. I had a horrible, situation. I don't know. I probably told you guys this when it happened. It happened so long ago. It was multi, multi years ago where I got like uh bait and switched by AT&T cellular. It was, it was very weird. And it was, it was a thing that I got to go back and get the emails because it's crazy how long this lasted. It lasted for months and they promised me something. I signed the deal. Then they sent me something. Then I got built something completely different. I had multiple rounds of uh, calls with customer service and management. And then it even went to, um, it was so bad and so egregious that I went to my local, um, newscaster who does like, you know, consumer stuff mm -hmm. and sent them all the, the emails and they went, Oh my God, this is unbelievable. We got to do this. You got to do the story. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, wow, wow you inspired another inspirational story. Oh, there you go. go. Yeah. Go on. Cause I said, I don't want other people to get scammed like this. And when they reached out, to I think it was AT and T and and told them they were gonna run the story. They corrected everything and then came back and gave me like a whole bunch of shit, um, it, positively. Like here you go, please don't run the story. <laughs> All this other stuff. Oh, and so it was resolved. But then I was told the conversations that the that were recorded with me and the customer service are now used in their training training videos. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so there you wow. go. Very That's similar, really Mark. That's really good. Isn't that neat? Um, that is neat. Sadly, yeah, I don't. I can't neat. think of a story off the top of my head that does something. You don't have to, Dave. It's not necessary. Yeah, you don't. You don't have to uh, have uh, a, a, an equal story. It's, it's, I feel left it's out. Really, it's right. um, if you think of one, you can. You just raise your right. hand and okay. interrupt, Omar. I might make uh, that one. So listen, let's let's get this thing going. We got a couple of housekeeping items here. If you want to reach out to us, we have email. We'd love to hear from you. It's friends at fts.media. Friends plural at fts.media. Please visit our website, uh, www.friendstalkingshop.weebly.com, and you'll soon see uh, some uh, cool pictures that we took in our uh, photo shoot, as well as 
a video of me, um, which I'll talk about a little bit later in my topic that you might want to check out. And then, of course, a video of Dave's father throwing out the first pitch at the Cardinals game. That's really cool. That's on there, and we'll, we'll continue to populate that. What, what is this, only Anglo content? Like, yes, like, that's, that's what base, our consumers Baseball want. and, I mean, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Which, you should say what it is. If you're going to tease it, tease a little bit more. What's the video? Yeah, what's your well, video about? It's a it's a it's a video of me on Price is Right. Um, That's right. It's, yeah. So, but we'll talk about that in the okay. uh, in in the episode here coming up. But uh, so this is what we do here at Friends Talk and Shop. This is episode fifty six. And for those of you who know what we do, thank you for listening. For those who are new, uh, the three of us come together. Uh, really, I can't say weekly anymore. <laughs> it's more like anywhere from weekly to monthly. Uh, the way things are going these days, and we yeah. uh, recently yeah, right. it's, been, it's been weekly in it's been weekly in one way certainly W E A K L Y. See, you see what I did wow. there, Dave. I'm not that was, yeah. that was fantastic. Weekly. Well done. <laughs> um, but we each come to the come to uh, that sounds like a word that like Donald Trump would use. Very weekly. You know, he was very weekly. keen to be very weekly. That's my <laughs> that's a horrible impression. Um, but, uh, we come, uh, to the, uh, to the episode each with a topic of conversation, come usually either a story. What's that? I said we, we come in peace. Come in peace. Yeah. Well, that's true too. Uh, some of us, uh, with a topic that the other two don't know about prior. It's usually either some issue we want some resolution to or a funny story that happened to us in the time since we last, uh, recorded, uh, for you guys. So. That's how um that's how we do things here. So uh why don't we get yeah, going? For, it's for it's for you guys, not for our own posterity or egos. It's purely purely for the audience. Purely for the audience. That's exactly right. right. That's right. So this is the probably the first time that um the other the, the other two know one of the topics and that's because it's by the uh, way, and by the way, can I say something by the way? I resent everybody in the audience and I resent you guys as well. I'm gonna say that right now. Do you wanna know why? You know the answer to it. You know the answer. No. I, I don't. That's it, very... you didn't you, you didn't notice it last week when we all saw each other. The what? magic is gone. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true. We never have our conversations anymore. When I saw you guys, all you want to talk about is this stupid podcast. That's right? not true. That's not you know? true. It's Come on. it's not there anymore. It's what are you talking there. about? There was but, such but magic I, in that photo shoot. We're sacrificing it for this brand for listeners. And yeah, I'm alright with that. I'm right with that. Have we ever had any of them thank us before? We're yes. always asking them for yes. their validation. Yes. I've had a couple thank yous, and I've had more so. That's better than thank yous is when we when we're a little lax on getting a new episode out, and I get a couple texts that say, "When's the new episode coming out?" I love that, that means they want to hear it. They want to yep. know. They nobody want ever. To nobody on. ever asked me that. Nobody ever asked me. That. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. No, that's, that's, I'm curious. When we I'm were curious, in the, cab, the profile. <laughs> we were in a cab series the profile of these uh, of these asks. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, yeah, I mean, jump. Yeah. When we were yeah. in the cab going to the studio, we did yeah. our normal banter. I don't yes. think just talked about right. Normal I don't recall, banter. I remember a, a a history lesson on the sword of Damocles. Yeah, uh, you gave us that history lesson. That's that's some nonsense that you would have said to us before the podcast pre podcast period. King King Dionysus actually he was the Dionysus. king. Dionysus, and it was. Uh, <laughs> Don't tell it again. Yeah, we, yeah, we know it. Now. You already went through it. Yeah, you went through Pernic- it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. true. I think it was. But in anyway, Josh, to- I'm sorry. I felt something. Need- I felt something needed to be said, and 
I think that, um, you know, we're sacrificing more than just our time to do these podcasts. We're sacrificing so, our I, own personal relationship. Good. It's true. Yeah. Okay. Your perspective is so warped. I see this as crazy. We do this because we can spend time together. Yeah. And you look at it as it's we we no longer it's like hurting our time together. How can they both be true? Never did we spend this like, much time look together. At, look at look at Howard Stern and Fred. Yeah. And Robin. Right. But Fred and and Howard Stern don't even talk at all ever. But they never did Often. prior. And and Robin and him very rarely do too. Okay, but again, they never did prior. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm very happy. Look, I'm not going anywhere. I know a lot of people um, want to see me gone, but <laughs> it's not happening. Nobody wants to see you gone, Omar. Yeah, yeah. that's a self-imposed. That's not true. That's not yeah. true. All right, so let's 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 get this going. I'm going to lead this off because this is uh, uh, something that we've been I've been teasing now for. Actually, a couple months, um, actually, and it's finally come to fruition. So I thought I'd, I'd tell the story and I apologize for those who've heard it many, many times, but this is the one time, the one exception where Omar and Dave know my topic ahead of time, but that's because I was on the price is right, the game show. And, uh, it finally aired. So I can finally talk about the specifics of it. I know I kind of teased it earlier when I first came back from LA. Um, but. I, rather than just walk you through the episode, because anyone could watch the episode, I don't really don't want to do that. Quite honestly, I'm, I'm kind of bored of doing that, and I've told the story a thousand times, and you both have seen it anyway. Well, I'm a little nervous because yeah. my YouTube TV saves the latest, oh. uh, and I wonder if it'll drop off. So I don't know how to like save it. Well, stop, have... stop recording it. Stop, rec- just stop recording new ones. I wonder if that works. I don't know. Yeah, I have to look into yeah. that, but I'm afraid yeah, I'm yeah. losing it. Yeah, stop recording but, new ones. Okay. Um, but it uh, aired on October 24th, and if you do want to see it, it's available on demand uh, Paramount Plus if you have that. Um, and it's on FUBU, I believe. FUBU, FUBU TV and then also FUBO TV. And then Not also Hulu? Yeah, someone said Hulu, and I don't think it's on Hulu. You can check yeah. it out. I don't think it is. Yeah, I don't know. Someone said that the other day, and I, I, was, I was shocked when I heard that. Um, also on CBS, um, if there's if the CBS website. But anyway – um, but so it, this was a pretty exciting. So what I'm going to do instead of just giving you the story, I'm going to give you a couple behind the scenes things that took mm-hmm. place at Prices Right that you might not know about um, that I thought that I found very interesting and, and different. Um, and I'll kind of pepper in a little bit of, the, uh, of what happened. But anyway, it was back in August. I was on vacation with my family. We went to L.A., signed up for tickets to a show, wanted to see like a regular scripted show, but because of the writer's strike, the only thing that was available were game shows. So we got tickets to Price is Right. We thought that was pretty cool. So we had uh, done a day of sightseeing, went over to the Price is Right studios and waited in the line uh, for a 2.30 taping for a long time. Everyone there, complete uh, psychopath basically in line, all with these shirts that said Plinko and cliffhangers and pick me drew and i love the price is right and you know we're sitting there just in normal attire just getting in line with all these people who are just going absolute ape shit to try to get noticed and it's uh it was quite ridiculous so you wait in this long line you fill out a bunch of forms you you uh they check your id they take a headshot of you and then they bring you into like groups of like five to eight for interview process. And so by that time, you know, we'd already been there like a couple hours and they, they bring us in. Uh, it's me, my wife and my two children. And, um, 
um, these three women, two were together, one was solo, and they were interviewing us, um, to, you know, to get a sense of who we were and whether or not they wanted to pick us to, to be on, on the show and be on Contestants Grow. And they interviewed me and they asked me a couple questions and I tried to be, you know, my jovial self and I thought I was fine, but they didn't ask me a bunch of questions. So I'm like, ah, they moved on from me. And they went to my daughter and they proceeded to ask my daughter so many questions. And I'm like, oh my God, they really like her. They're going to put her on the show. Were you, were you like bummed they didn't pick you at that time? I would have been not happy. It's not about picking. It's about, cause that time you don't know. You don't know what they're looking for. You don't know what's going on. You're just answering their questions. I was bummed that they kind of stopped. I thought maybe, okay, that's normal. They asked me three questions. They move Which on to the next one in your question. family do you think will be the best contestant in hindsight? It's me. It's clear. <laughs> I proved that. Yeah. <laughs> Not from a price guessing but if, perspective. Uh, be honest, if you could give up the opportunity to one of your daughter or your son, would you? Of course. Yeah. You would? Yeah, you would. I would. No Absolutely. way. I if would do wa- it. If they wanted to do it, I would definitely let them do it. You would sacrifice and, and, your story. Yeah, no, no. That's your no? – dude, this is – you guys are just – you're creating elves. Come on, guys. <laughs> snap out of it. These These children, they have to earn it. Where is the, what is the perseverance? I've never you're seen right. anything. Omar, you you're right. You give them the price is right. If they're chosen, you're chosen, and that's it. You're chosen because you deserve to be chosen. You you're Bernie right. Sanders, Erickson? What <laughs> I didn't say I would. You're right. I didn't you're say right, I was Omar. asking Josh. Good, oh, my good God. I wouldn't do it. In fact, I'd push them off the cliff so I, okay, they would choose me. I, yeah, you for their hear, own Omar? good. Yes, for their own good. But so they so so I thought yeah, I don't know if they, I didn't feel bad about it until they started asking my daughter multiple questions and I went in my head I'm going oh shit they don't like me it's no good but they asked my daughter like you know why are you here it's like well my dad dragged us here he loves the show he watched it when he was a kid which is true it's what I told them I used to pretend I was sick from school so I could stay home and watch the game shows and leave it to Beaver and the Monsters and all the Gummer Pile and all those shows it was the greatest oh, yeah. I love it that this motherfucker had a whole routine, Dave, as part of the interview. You know what I mean? He, like, yeah. thought about it, like, strategically. Of course it's I thought so about good. it. Did you? so good. <laughs> I had to think I about mean, it. That's why he got it. Yeah. Had, they you, knew that he knew the rules. And the difference is – here, I'm going to tell you the difference, Omar. The difference is you want good, succinct, favorable answers that you think they're that will endear you to them, right? Yeah. Like, for example – they asked the one girl in our group who's hard. Irony is that Josh never does that on our podcast. Yeah, right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. They asked her, you know, why are you here at the Price is Right? And she said, well, I was supposed to be here with my boyfriend, but he dumped me. But I came here anyway because I love the Price is Right. And I'm like, I this is the Jerry Springer show. It, it was. It, it felt like the audience of the Jerry Springer show. And the one girl next to her who was with her friend, she said, well, my, this is, the, I swear to God, she said this. She says, well, my, it was my grandmother's favorite show, and she just died. And I thought, I'm going to do this for you, Grams. And so I came to L.A. For, to be on the pre- – I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I don't believe yeah. it. No one believes any of that shit. No, the way she delivered probably... it was just awful. It was yeah. it was. You, so can I ask you yeah. just another question? Does yeah. it make you make – does it make you believe in America a little more or a little less after your experience? <laughs> well, wait, wait, before you answer, before you answer, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Erickson. What, what do you think he's going to say? I don't even understand the question. I believe in America? It, uh, <laughs> yeah, Americans. We're still Americans. Is in many ways, yeah. it's a reflection of, you know, the people who watch The Price is Right. Which yeah, is, sort of. Well, I guess yeah, that's good. Yeah. Are, you, are you an American or American, yeah. Josh? That's that's the question. I think, uh, yeah, I suppose the experience would probably make you feel a little less 
less favorable on our country. Correct. But. That's exactly <laughs> correct. Yeah. Because there were but people there. What advice there? would you give if you had to? I'm going to the prices right. You're, you'd say succinct answers: be funny, be quick, be done. Yeah, I would the, say be be personable. Do not be over the top. Yeah. Because there were so many people that were just over the top that were clearly they were like, no, these people are trying way too hard. Be yourself. Be personable. Have good answers. Don't you know? Uh, uh, trip through them. Obviously, they don't want you just sitting there humming and hawing. Right. You gotta have a good answer. Why are you at the prices right? That should be pretty easy to answer. Yeah. Right. Why did you come here? It's a pretty straightforward, you know, I used to, everyone, I think a number of people that talked about the prices right said, I haven't watched prices right since I was sick, you know, in, in grade school or whatever. So well, that's I, what I, I said. Yeah. That must but be it, something they hear a lot though too, right? But they, they have to, they have to, but uh, there was a surprising amount of younger people there. Surprising. Yeah. Um, I thought it would just be a lot of old people because that's clearly who's watching it. Retired people who, who are sitting at home at 11 a.m. In the, in the morning watching TV. But they asked my daughter after they asked her a litany of questions. They asked her, you know, so why, you know, what do you, what do you think of the show? And she said, I've never seen it. And then I went, oh, jeez. Yeah, that's don't say that. She yeah. just blew it. She absolutely yeah. just blew it. But she was being honest. No, that's not the prices, right? It's not. Which one is that? Now? Is that pyramid? Yeah, you did pyramid. Oh, that's, that's about you You know what that one is? Yes, that's Nollywood game, right? No, that's the match game. Match game, match game, match yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Price really is right. Dun, 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 yeah. You know that one. Yeah, you know what, guys? I still yeah. haven't really seen it, Josh's thing. Oh, come on. No, I saw it on Dave's phone, and I, I was, and Dave never sent me the link. All right, listen. I don't have a link. It's my YouTube. There's no link. Just go on Paramount TV. Plus. Yeah, you got to stream. Come on, you're worth Paramount a lot Plus? of money. Paramount Plus. Yes, just use. The, just get. The it is on Hulu. Free. It's on. I did check. You oh, can you watch did? Price it's on Price Hulu. Hulu? Yeah. I awesome. Oh, awesome. I'll watch there it. Yeah. It's on Hulu. Too. I, I want to watch it. I. It brought me great joy. I was very looking. I was very even before I played it. I told Dave conversation I had with somebody else who had watched it, who was very who was who took notes actually, on uh, on you. Um, okay. and it, and was like, and I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's a person. And they're <laughs> like, oh, yeah. gave it away. <laughs> you're speaking in riddles right now. I don't know. It's follow a person the hell you're who saying. saw it. So I was prepared oh. to not like your, you, you want prices right. And, and you were, so, hold on, hold on. Yeah. You were prepared not to like me on the prices, right? Correct. Why? Because someone, because someone that we know had watched it before. And was yeah. and then giving me his feedback on you, and was he was bad? not necessarily positive. Correct. Who, is this and someone I, I know? Take, take notes. Yes. Is someone I and, like? Yeah. What? Yeah, you do. A hundred percent. Does he have flowing like, hair? Take notes. I love this for uh for content, and we'll, and I'll and I'll and I'll read it. And so and then I had hadn't watched it, and then I ran into Dave somewhere, yeah. and he was uh, he the lights were supposed to be that. Yeah. And he only showed me <laughs> – that's right, Dave. He he showed me some of the scenes, and I was just – I was slack-jawed, and, and then I was also super impressed with, like, how you came down the aisle. Thank I mean, you. it was – What it was, does this person not like? It was great. And then and then when you made the bid and you won – Okay, I listen, like, don't I give it away. I'm in, the, I'm in the middle of the story. My point is, is, like, you were really – I love your energy. I thought you were great. And your outfit was – very much middle America. It's you look like you worked at a donut shop. 
My outfit, perfect. first of all, my outfit was because we weren't planning to get picked. We were we were we were going touristy places in L.A. before we went over to the studio. We were outside. It was 80, 85 degrees outside, so I was in shorts, t-shirt, and a, and a baseball hat. Was oh, every t-shirt your, off. Is every t-shirt in your bag a Philadelphia Eagles t-shirt? A lot of them, 80%. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, so – uh, so you get in there, you get seated after a long time. It's a big pain in the ass. I'm thinking, no way I'm getting selected. We're in the back row. The four of us are there. And it was just a cool experience. We were literally there going, this is neat. We're in the studio. This is going to be cool. We're just going to have a fun time watching it and enjoy. They call the first four people. Oh, they, first the guy, the, the guy warms up the crowd. And then he, he says, like, look, it gets loud in here. So when we call your name, you might not hear it. Look down here at this cue card guy. He's going to have your name written on there so you'll know that it's you if you don't hear it properly. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I wasn't thinking anything of it. First four people come down. They play their game. They're like, okay, we need a new contestant. And that's when they announce my name. And I'm like, you could see it if, if you watch the video, and I'll put it up on, on, on our website. I'm in complete shock. You um, are? I thought that was a fake shock, which would look good. You know, it was a yeah, funny response. But, but it was it was a it was a funny. I did a funny response because I was yeah. thinking like, what am I going to do if I'm picked? I was going through in my head. <laughs> yeah, you had all mapped out. Of course. So I knew kind of I was going to do something, but I was still so surprised. Yeah. I look back at it. I'm like, wow, I looked really surprised. But I also did what I thought I was going to do anyway. You know. <laughs> like, which but was anyway, like, who, me? You did Yeah, a, who, right? me? I put it yeah. like, me? And even yeah. the announcer goes, yeah, you, come on down. <laughs> and, uh, I was, I was just ecstatic. I slapped my, my, uh, five with my family. Then I come down the aisle slapping five with everyone there, get my spot on contestants row. And it was awesome. So, um, now what, what, it's true. You, you can't hear shit when you're up there. I mean, it's crazy. And, and, and the only reason I knew I was picked is I kind of heard my name and then looked down and saw my name on the cue card, which they gave me after, by the way. I still have that cue card. It's really cool. Mm, that's fun. And, uh, and so you go down there and you're like, at first, I'm like in a little bit of a haze. I go, I can't believe I'm on the prices right. I'm down here contestants row. So I'm like in a little bit of like, okay, get your shit together, relax, just, you know, play the game. And the first thing that comes out, is a washer dryer. So I'm like, all right, I got this. So I go, okay, I'm the first to bid because I'm the, I'm the latest one called and I, I bid like 25.50, right? There's an 80 year old woman in Gloria who's right next to me. Her bid, second bid, 25.51. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell are you doing? And I throw my arms up and it was caught on camera. It was hilarious. I throw my arms like, like, get the hell out of here. I was so upset. And so I obviously don't win. I'm boxed out now because she killed right. me. The rules are you can't go over. So she won a dollar over. I have to get it exact or I don't win. And I was clearly wasn't winning. So it's funny. So after the thing goes, after like someone wins, there's this big lull because they have to change the whole set because they have to bring the game out. They have to get the new prize out there. And so there's a lull. So if you're in contestants row, you sit back in the first row and you, and you sit and wait for them to, to play the game. And I decided, like, this was a good opportunity. So I turned to Gloria, and I said, hey, Gloria. And she said, yeah. I said, don't do that again. She said, what? I said, don't bid a dollar over me again. She goes, what are you talking about? Oh, my God. You were intimidating her. Yeah, you've threatened. I'm surprised they didn't walk you up. I did it in a nice way. But, look, it's also for her benefit, too. It doesn't make sense for her. And I even told her, like, you're just hurting yourself, too, because, you know, someone could just do that to you. Unless you're the last bidder. 
Right. It doesn't make sense. And she goes, oh, I don't really know how to play. I And she she told me, she goes, my husband dragged me here. I told them in my interview, I do not want to be picked. She flat out said to <laughs> really? them that. Wow. Yeah, that's what she told me. She was a maybe, really maybe wow. Let's, you, maybe this was the episode. Let's pick all the people we would never pick. And, they, yeah, and maybe that's, that's it. <laughs> Who knows? But but she, I told her that once. because I knew as soon as I, I kind of knew that she had no clue how to play the game because no one who's bidding second does that. It's just you don't do that. So I knew she had no clue how to play the game, and I knew you only have a, a limited number of chances to get on that stage. So I'm thinking I better nip this in the bud and tell her don't do that, or she might do it again and ruin yeah. my next chance. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Very yeah. smart. Thank you. So while we're waiting there for the game to set up, this woman behind me starts calling my name. She goes, hey, Josh. I'm like, what the heck? And I turn around. She's right behind me with her husband. It's a woman named Tiffany. I know she's named Tiffany because her name tags. Everyone's wearing those stupid big name tags. And I said, yes. She goes, listen, I watch this show all the time. I know all the prices. And I said, really? She said, yeah, I know this game inside and out. I said, awesome. I'm going to look to you for this next item. She goes, definitely. I got you. I'm thinking, I'm in the money. This is amazing. So I know I was always looking at my wife and kids, and now I'm not going to look at them. I know that's coming. And now I'm going to look at a strange woman who's right behind me. But I'm like, I got I want to win. So I want to win. So I'm going to do what it takes to win. Next item comes out. It's DJ equipment. No one knows what the hell D- – I don't know what the hell DJ equipment costs. I'm at a complete loss with DJ equipment. So Here, let, me, to- let me and Omar yeah. guess. So but you DJ- saw the show. Oh, I don't remember what the price – do you remember what the price was for the DJ? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. I have so what do you think DJ yeah. equipment is? Omar. I'm trying to remember it, but yeah, I have an idea. Um, I would say – I'm going to write my number down. Yeah, I, I, would, I, would say, <laughs> I would say $1,500. Oh, I was going to say I wrote down 1550 Wow. Okay. So you know what Tiffany uh, 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 says to me in her hands when she shows me forty one hundred. She does four one zero zero with her hands. Okay, and I'm like forty one hundred. That seems high. Yeah, that seems really high. So I bid something like thirty five hundred. I brought it down. I'm like, okay, that seems ridiculous. Let me just bring it down a little bit. Thirty five hundred. I couldn't have been more wrong. You guys were right. It was, I think it was something like $1,100, $1,200. It was, it was not even close. Oh, we went over. So I, I lose. So as they're doing, setting up the next game, I turn to Tiffany and go, hey, Tiffany, what the hell? And she says, I am so sorry. I just bought DJ equipment for my son and it cost like $5,000. So I thought that that's what DJ equipment costs. And I'm like, yeah, but that wasn't close. Yeah. So I'm like, I, so I said, I'm like, okay, don't worry about it. Thanks for trying. Now, I don't tell her this, but I'm done with Tiffany. I'm not looking at her again. Are you um, sure she wasn't a CBS plant to, like, <laughs> we made a mistake with Josh as he walked down the aisle. Get Tiffany. Go in. Send Tiffany in. <laughs> now, it, yeah, maybe. Who knows? But um, but it's funny because here's some of the things that happen behind the scenes, by the way, that you don't see on TV. So during that, that game, they screwed up. They screwed up the game. They had, like, the wrong price tag up there. Oh. So they stopped the whole thing. Like the producers came and they're they're like uh, they're huddling up, trying to figure out what to do. And it took like 20 minutes for them to figure out how do we do this now. She, the contestant, already knows the game, knows some of the prices, and we had to stop it because something was wrong. They ended up just restarting it, so the contestant knew exactly what was going on. 
Oh, they and, won that? Won, yeah, they won easily because they knew. And they would have lost, by the way, had they continued with the way they had started. Wow. It's funny. And then another time, this guy, David, was called up to contestants row. Um, but he, uh, he, I can't remember what happened. He, oh yeah, I remember. He runs down a contestant's row. They stop. They go, stop, stop. We didn't catch that. We, we didn't catch your rundown contestants route to contestants route. So they had him go back to his seat. <laughs> they did it again and they reannounced it. David, I can't remember his last name. Blah, blah, blah. You, you're the next contestant. He runs it. His name tag flies off. They stop it again. <laughs> Then they write him a new name tag. They put it back on him, and they had him run down again. A third time. Wow. A third time. And you can actually see it in the um, in the in what you see on TV because he's the one holding his name. It must have been his shirt um, um, material because he's holding his name tag with his hand because it kept falling off. It was oh, hilarious. Wow. But like he he had to run down that row like three. What times. a dream come true! He gets to do it three times. That's awesome. Three times. Three yeah. times. So let me let me fast forward here. There was a laptop. Um, yeah, I had I had that nailed, but the the second bidder was twenty two hundred. I'm like, oh, I'll do twenty two oh one. It was perfect, but then the next bidder was twenty five hundred. So I'm like, oh, if I do twenty 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 two oh one, I'm boxed in. Mm-hmm. Then I'm boxed in between twenty two oh one and twenty five hundred. So I did twenty five oh one, even against my better judgment, and lost. And I would have won had I done twenty two oh one, and oh. it would have been, been a new car. So. Uh, I lost that one. And then it was down to, this was now my, my last chance, right? I'm the last bidder. So I'm in the catbird seat. That's what you want. You want to be the last bidder because you know all the other bids and you can bid around them strategically. But now I'm like, holy shit. I've been up here since round two and I've lost every single time. And now this is my last opportunity. And I could see like my wife. You ever despondent? I wasn't despondent as much as I was like, frustrated i'm like oh because they're like the first it's bid, like i will say Gloria's it's like um, for me it's like it's like the equivalent of like um you know me like you know um playing somebody in ping pong are you, are you thinking about and it? like a, 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 a sport that i'm extraordinary at <laughs> and like and like losing because you're like the one thing like if you somebody asks you what skill sets you have, I can't think of any. The one thing that does pop in my head though is that you be good on game shows because you know this stuff. Yeah, I think I would too. It's but it's so much harder when you're there. It's oh, it, I can't imagine trying to actually think through a like you know price prices of stuff you never buy. On a, it's on not a even spot. that, Dave. It's not even that. It's that you can't even hear the announcer describe the items. Yeah, I couldn't even hear the description. And wow. half, the, half the time, I couldn't even see the Why was it so loud? The audience was like cl- – The audience understand. goes ape shit. They go, woo, they go nuts and they're – so when you see it on TV, because I'm, I'm thinking like, boy, you're going to see hear how loud it is. They must isolate his microphone on TV. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you don't hear the crowd at all as he's describing the prizes. And when you're there, it's like a freak show. Everyone's losing their mind. And so on the last time, on the last chance, I go, okay – I have to get this right or I'm going to go home a loser. And so while they're setting up the, the stage, I turned to the other two contestants that were with me, David and Vanessa, and I said, hey, guys, listen, this is our last chance. We're not going to get up on stage unless we get aggressive. We've been outbid every single time, and we're bidding far too low. 
And that's not true, but I was, that's what I wanted them to think. And like, we're bidding far too low. We have to go out with a bang. We have to just go for it and just bid up because these prices are ridiculous. They're California prices. They're ridiculous. And they're like, okay, you're right. You're right. Let's just go for it. I, and of course we all said, if I don't win, I want you, one of you two to win. If I don't win, I want you, one of you two to win. So I played that game fine. No, no, no problems. So it comes up. Little did they know. The last prize was power tools, right? It's three packs. It's like a hammer drill, a reciprocating saw, a light, and whatever. Uh, and I'm like, okay, power tools. I have an idea what power tools cost. I own a couple power tools, not a lot, but a couple. I don't even know what the hell a hammer drill is, but I have an idea. <laughs> I sort of have an idea of what it might be able to do. Uh, and so the first person goes and they bid $1,700. And then the next two bids were outrageous. They were also in that range and outrageous. And Drew comes to me and goes, what do you think, Josh? I go, I was so excited because I, I, yeah, I never felt it. so sure about anything in my it. life. Yeah. And I'm like, $1. And sure enough, it was like $480. They were The first guy was over by like $1,200. It, <laughs> it was insane on power tools. And so I won easily. You uh, brainwashed them. Everyone was so far over. It was, I was so excited. I went up there, but my game was a joke. My game, I was hoping, oh, I'll get Plinko or I'll get that, uh, that, uh, mountain climber guy. Oh yeah. I like the, that one. Or I get the roll the dice or maybe hole in one or two, you know, yeah. where they, they hit the golf ball. Now I get some shit game where I have to just guess the price of a foot massager. And <laughs> two so foot I massagers. Two foot massagers. Thank you, Dave. Yeah. So they tell me the trip. I can't even hear it, by the way. I can't even hear the trip. Some trip to Montreal. That's all I hear. Montreal. But meanwhile, while they're, he's describing the shit, Drew is talking to me. He's like, he says, hey, Josh, you don't even have to listen to this. I'm like, what? He says, don't even, don't even listen to this. All you got to do is guess the price of the foot massagers. That's all you got to do. And you win everything. I said, okay. I said, Drew. And I even said, I go, Drew, I own a foot massager. This is going to be easy. He said, great, man. <laughs> so I'm like... I got this nailed. Now, the deal is it's either or. It's called, I think it's called either or, pick a number, or whatever the hell it's called. There's three digits in the price of two foot massagers. Three digits. First digit is either an eight or a three. The second digit's either a four or a nine. And the last digit, either a zero or a seven, right? So I'm like, okay, well, I got this. But I always thought in my head, especially while we're waiting that long line, if I ever get the chance, the hardest number, and I told my kids this, I'm like, the hardest number to guess is the ones digit. Because it could be anything for any item. It could be. Well, it could, could, could be, be ten right? different things, yes. Yes, it, but, it, <laughs> but it, could be, it could be anything. So it's so yeah. hard to guess the ones. It's so much easier to guess the first digit because, you know, that's the price you of what it is. You think the first would be the easiest, yes. Correct. So he says to me, what digit do you want? I'll give you a free one. So I'm like, I'll take the ones digit. Well, that was stupid. I didn't even think about it. I just did it just completely off the cuff because it's a zero or a seven. And, of course, I hear boos from the crowd. And it's a zero. <laughs> they started, I should, probably the people in the contestants row who you. Yeah, so I screwed over. Yeah. I should have realized it was a zero. I mean, that was so stupid. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I know the first number. So I, so Drew goes, what's the first number? And I don't even hesitate. I go, Drew, that's a three. $300. There's no way. It's foot massagers. I own a foot massager, 80 bucks. These two foot massagers look nicer than my foot massager. So $300. And I picked nine for the second number because it was a complete crapshoot. I don't know if it's a nine or a four, but whatever. Three hundred ninety dollars. Now okay, hold on. So this, is it a foot massager or was it a calf? Like it's, it's like both. calf and foot, calf and foot. And that's what you have. You have a calf and foot massager. I just have a foot massager, but it's a nice foot massager. It is heat. It has different levels. 
love foot massagers. I got one. I got I love like them too. those. I gave them away. They're gifts. great. I literally Mine was have eighty dollars. Eighty dollars. When do you use these foot massagers? I'm it's curious. Under my not... desk. It's under my desk. I use it all. I use it during every every day. Every day. Every day. Every day you use a foot massage? Every day. It's under my desk. It's it's under my desk. I don't use it on the it, weekends. I guess does it have water or it's not no, a No, 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 oh, no, no. It's I, not a foot oh. bath. It's oh. like it's an electric foot massage. You plug it in, you put your feet in the holes, it massages your feet. It's wonderful. Oh, oh man, I gotta If you I were to buy one, one, how much would they cost, would you say? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I actually I want to buy one now. That's the one thing I've taken from your story after this whole week of hearing it. It finally so, you know, dawned on me. I want a foot massaging. So I I said to Drew, I'm like, this is easy. It's three hundred. It's definitely a three. I went. I like told him a thousand times a three. So it comes out. It's a friggin' eight. Foot massagers. <laughs> oh. And I got the second number wrong too. By the way, I didn't even get that right. It yeah, you got them both right. <laughs> I got them both wrong. So it's eight hundred and eight hundred and forty dollars for two foot massagers. That's insane. To, yeah. I even said it. So after the, they were set, they were done. The the cameras go off for that my game. I said to Drew, I go, Drew, no way foot massagers are eight hundred dollars. That's insane. He goes, I don't know, man. That's all he said to me. He goes, you want to meet the model? <laughs> Good like, answer. Sure, I'll meet the model. Dead? Yeah. Because I don't know, man. He doesn't know. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't give a shit. Because I so get paid either way. But it was yeah. funny because then I got to spin the wheel, even though I lost. I still get to spin the wheel, and. He he brings me up. I get I spun first because I won the least amount of of shit. I won just power tools. <laughs> so I go up there and he goes, "All right, Josh, here comes." He goes, "Here comes Joshua. He's he still can't believe foot massagers cost eight hundred dollars. It's hilarious." <laughs> I spin the wheel. Long That's story smart. short, I go fifty cents, fifty cents. Boom! I get a dollar, thousand dollars. Nailed it. Yeah, you got to linger on that point for a second. Go I mean, you, you got me, a you dollar. It. Yeah, I got it. I mean, that's that's the you know you 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 did fifty. Up and down. Yeah, I went. I popped my fist. I was excited. Yeah, you should have you should have tried to do a somersault or something. You should have a a little bit more. I was worried, Dave. That wheel was so heavy. Or cartwheel, cartwheel. No, I can't do a cartwheel either. That wheel is so heavy, and I and I had back problems. And I just thought I was thinking to myself, I'm like, oh my god, (laughs) I throw my back out. On TV right now, that'll be <laughs> so embarrassing. That'd be the best story. Oh, so be a great story for us. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Oh man! So I hit the t- so it's, I got two exciting moments. One, I got to bid a dollar on contestants row. That's a quintessential bid in, in Price is Right. I won, and then I spun a dollar on the wheel. How cool is that? And then I got a bonus spin and came literally uh, a mil- you know a, a fly's uh, uh, hair. From uh, ten thousand dollars, it's on where the line. thing bent. Oh my god! To go between nothing and five thousand dollars, right? So close. It was it was really unbelievable. <laughs> so anyway, so I get to go to the showcase showdown. I'm at I'm at the end, which is unbelievable. I'm sitting next to an 18 year old girl named Bridget. She had just turned 18, by the way. Uh, this was her dream to be on The Price Is Right. Deer in headlights, and she promised her sister as soon as she turns 18, they both fly to L. A. just for The Price Is Right, which is what they did. And so I sat next to her. My showcase, of course, was her showcase that she passed. She had already won a car, by the way. She had already won big. She passed the showcase. I feel like I, I was going to nail it. It was a, a trip to Germany. It was furniture. It was a, an LED TV. And then I'm like, I got this. I got it down pat. And then the last item in my showcase, a friggin' Harley Davidson. I have no clue how much a Harley Davidson costs. No idea. I'm not a motorcycle guy. I know nothing about them. All I know is 
that Harley seems to be the best name, and it's got to be pretty damn expensive. I keep thinking as you – maybe I'll let you finish the story. I have a theory yeah. about this. Go ahead. Okay, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. But I look, and I can't see the Harley. I can't hear about the Harley. I can't see the Harley because the cameras are in my way, and I can barely hear what the hell he's saying to describe the Harley. And I'm thinking, well, I guess that doesn't really matter because even if I heard the description, I wouldn't know what the hell I'm listening for. And so I, in my mind, I had the price of the whole thing at like $40,000. But then I look at my wife, and my wife is 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 signing twenty seven thousand, twenty seven thousand. I'm going twenty seven thousand. I got the Harley at like twenty five thousand. If and I was on the low end of what I thought the Harley was at. So it turns out I, I lower my bid. I'm like, okay, I better lower mine just to be on the safe side. So I bid thirty two three, thinking I'm far under, but hopefully not too under. And then she had her showcase, and it was filled with a trip and all sorts of shit, and then also another friggin' car and an SUV. And she bids thirty thousand, and I'm thinking, oh, I'm gonna win this whole thing because she bid way under. I mean, she had a whole bunch of stuff. Sure enough, they come back and they say, okay, her showcase, she bid thirty. It was like thirty-eight, something like that, thirty-six, eight, something like that. She was way off. I got this. I got it. And my showcase, I bid thirty-two, three, twenty-nine, eight. I missed by less than 3,000, but I went over and I lost. lost. It was unbelievable. So that was my uh, showcase uh, showdown uh, rejection. But when I watched it, so I was a little disheartened at first. And by the way, they take you in the back to sign tax forms. So Bridget and I went in the back to sign tax forms. And um, they told her, like, hey, Bridget, you know, you won, like, $68,000 worth of stuff. You're going to have to write a pretty big tax check. I don't think she comprehended that. <laughs> I don't think she did either. Yeah. And I told, I turned to her. I'm like, hey, Bridget, just sell one of the cars. That'll pay for your taxes. She goes, no, I promised my sister I'd give her one and I'll take the other. I'm like, okay, good luck with that. 18 year old college student's going to have to write a check for $25,000. I don't She's know how that's going to be in jail for yeah. tax evasion. But when I watched it back, I'm kind of glad I, it's going to sound weird that I said I didn't win because I, I wish I had one. But like the trips were nice, but it's like Montreal. So I'd have to I'd have to fly out of L.A. to go to Montreal. I'm literally on the East Coast. I'd have to fly to the West Coast to fly back to the East Coast for Montreal. It made zero sense. And then yeah. the trip to Germany that was in my showcase showdown, I listened to it, the description. Again, I'd have to fly out of L.A. Makes no sense. And then I, I it's like I would get a tour of the German nightclub scene was part of the. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want that. Oh my God. I don't even want that. <laughs> would I have to do that? That would, that would, that's ridiculous. So anyway, the experience was amazing and, and that's, that, that's kind of what happened. So what I learned was they have Harleys that are priced like foot massagers and foot massagers that are priced like Harleys. So if you're ever on the prices right, keep that in mind. Well, I thought what's my your theory? theory was that it wasn't a real motorcycle. It was like, uh, uh, one of those hybrid like moped. No, it's not a moped, but like, no, it's no, a, no. but now I'm looking at, I, I just, saw it. I saw it on TV. It looks like a real Harley. So yeah, I, I would have thought like the the, the cheapest Harley is thirty grand, right? No, I, no, I don't know. I not no true. Idea. I'm looking What's at the, the 2022 Harley Davidson Nightster, yeah. which yeah. is a black, cool looking bike. Like yeah. if, if I saw this bike, I would think this is an expensive bike. It MSRP is uh, thirteen thousand five hundred. Get the hell out of here. Yep. All right. So that made a bunch of them at the sixteen to twenty thousand dollars. I I would have thought, and we talked about this at the gala with people, that Harleys go for like forty, fifty, eighty thousand. They can go right? for they can go for six yeah. figures. Six no, figures. They, no, I've yeah yeah absolutely. They can go for. I mean, six I've had motorcycles. Figures. Absolutely. Well, there's a some bikes that look very reasonable to me 
Road King Special, $24,000. Yeah, okay, there you go. See, I don't so, want to know that, though. I would right? have no clue. I would have, I would no have not. Clue. Like, that if you told really me it was a Toyota Corolla, I know the difference between a Toyota Corolla and a, and a Mercedes-Benz. Right. Got it. But I have yeah. no clue a, a Harley whatever versus a Harley whatever. I have no clue. No clue. I, so. I can't believe it's that cheap. I wonder if – that's, that's crazy. Get a, get a bike, though. There get you a go. Bike for a Harley. I might just get – I might get a Harley Davidson, the one that you lost, just to spite you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you cry. Hey, Josh, I, my bike. Can I, yeah. can I say something? And yeah, I don't know what this you guys are just like toying around with me with this whole thread. But I'm going to point out the obvious sort yeah, of please. Yeah, overhanging item that should have been in Josh's head when he was thinking about bidding yeah. on anything after he saw that two foot massagers on the price, price is right cost $840. Even more so for me to think the Harley was, was expensive. My point is there's no logic to these prices. Yeah, that's right. It's all that's nonsense. Right. Yeah, it is not. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's all nonsense. Yeah. yeah, it's like doing it's like doing a business meeting with Dave. The very ah, uh, that's good. <laughs> that's good work. That's good. Yeah, the very crazy. first item that was on like the show that? was was uh, two two uh, suitcase, two piece suitcase, and the price was like twenty four hundred dollars for for a two piece suitcase. And I, I took notice of that I'm like, boy, these things are more expensive than we think. And that's the that's the way I got to go. But who whatever. makes the who made those foot massagers? Did you? Homedics. Did you look that up? You must have no, looked it I up. No, I didn't. I don't have no. I don't have the heart to look it up. I don't I kind of don't want to. I'm uh, But I can't believe my foot massager was 80 and those are 10x my foot massager. That's insane. I see one Homedics that it's $323. So I guess Oh with, my god. So there you go. But there you there's go. another one that's $55. So Yes, that's my point. That's crazy. So four, I don't see any 400, but I couldn't I didn't know what type of I could barely see it. I could barely see the damn foot massager for me to make a judgment on. I knew it was better than mine. I knew it was better than mine. I knew that. That I knew. So, well, I will. Omar's tripping down. He's just lost his shirt. So we are working with a topless Omar. Um, Anyway, I took up a lot of time with that story. so I, I'm gonna put a, I'll put a couple of videos on our website so people can see it. Uh, but if you want to check out my episode, it's October 24th. Uh, I, you can. That is a story that you'll never. You'll tell that story to the day you die. At that, yes, you I you were so. on the Price Is Right. That is yeah, like cool. there's a few stories in life. That's a great one. It, really it was fun. Great. It was a lot of fun, and the experience was was worth was worth more than the prizes. Do you know that Brian Regan? Keep myself. Brian yeah, Regan, bit where someone's comic. always telling at the uh, dinner party all the blah blah all my accomplishments, and then Neil Armstrong or someone yeah. says, "Well, yeah, yeah, well, I've been to the moon." Yeah, uh, right. you can say oh, I've been on the Price is Right. So this this is my new this is my moon landing experience. This is my moon landing Trump story. That's funny. Is it the most? What can you top? In terms of a national experience, what's the biggest yeah. thing you've done? I sat next to Jay Z at a basketball game. But even I, that, I you there. weren't on. T- you were on TV in the background, but you this you were on TV. Omar, what are you doing? I don't know what he's doing. He's lotioning up his body. It's very I'm getting disturbing. on. I forgot. I didn't have a spare moment today, so I had to hop in the shower before our chat, and I forgot yeah. to moisturize. So I'm getting oh my ash. goodness! Well, so you're moisturizing in the middle of our podcast. Just and moisturize from dude. the waist I'm, up, please. All right. Yeah. So let's just don't do moisturize the, the, the whole stop thing. Stop at the pecs, please. Stop at the pecs. Yeah. Oh my god, he's doing the back now. All right, Dave. Why don't you go ahead with your topic? Why? All right, I'll be quick with mine. Up. 
I listen to uh, a number of podcasts, and they bring up some interesting topics. And uh, I was fascinated by this question. I wanted to ask you guys. Uh, this is one of the movie podcasts or movie TV ones I listen to. Okay. Um, they asked the question, if you could live in a movie universe, what Ooh. would you pick? Wow. So, for example, you know, yeah. just to make sure it's all clear. You could, if you could, if you lived in the Star Wars universe, for example, because yeah, I, I love Star Wars, right? Yeah, but, but it's it, violent. It'd be horrific. Yeah, horrible, one is horrible. you live on some planet and it, nothing would happen, right? Because you know you're just a single person on a planet. What's special? Yeah. Maybe someone has the Force. Maybe someone's got a real lightsaber, but probably not. And you're living under this, you know, horrible dictatorship where it's, you know, it's like Nazi yeah, Germany. Right? I don't want to. I don't want to be uh, dark. Oh my Vader. gosh! Yeah, no. She, like no, came you. into town and like you yeah. know. No, thank what, you. So I if, I thought that was a great question. So that's my question, to you guys. If you could live in a movie universe, do you what have an answer, universe? by the way? Because I got to think about it. I uh, wish I did. I thought the Avatar was kind of interesting. Uh, that, uh, but you well, know, that's, that's problematic too. Pretty primitive. Yep. Yeah, that's problematic uh, too. I thought the Harry Potter, you know, uh, outside of the bad guy and well, uh, you know the. Uh, you know, what it's uh, he who shall not be named or whatever. Yeah, but, right. But you know, right. to live in that, to go to that school, to you know, Hogwarts and have magic and all that cool stuff. I think Harry Potter. You know, yeah, but you got to you got to go to a universe yeah, where you're Harry not going to get killed. Line. You're not going to get killed. Well, yeah. Someone said uh, suggested the uh, you Matrix. Know what? Actually, I think I the Matrix. Hell no. But the one where you live in the Matrix that you you take like the blue pill oh, or the red pill one. or the. The yeah, one where you like don't know better. You just I would think maybe like um uh Saturday Night Fever. That seems like a lot of fun. The seventies? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't That'd know. be tough. I this kept thinking hard. of I don't Big know. Universe. Lord of the Rings, awful, right? There's no uh Yeah. That the, sounds like an absolute horror I can't show. Think of a, I can't even think maybe Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, that'd be neat to go in that chocolate factory. Right? True, but those no. people, a lot of poor people, like you know, Charlie had to sleep in the bed with his grandpa. That but was. You don't that's have to. Do you have to do that? No, but that's yeah. But you have you have to again. You have to be wealthy. You have to be. Uh, yeah, yeah, Josh. But it wasn't it wasn't Dave's grand grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> he just said he. Dave didn't realize until a few years later. <laughs> yeah, that's unbelievable. Still yeah, going I forgot to about that. Yeah. Still going to therapy. Do you have an answer for this, Omar? Do you have an idea? I, I'm, I'm actually, I have to say, I, I'm, I'm, um, I'm having a bit of a mental block right yes, now. Yes, oh my, this is hard. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I like like, like the Smurfs. <laughs> the, yeah. yeah, but you have Gargamel. There's you Gargamel's know? on your ass all the yeah, time. Yeah, you're constantly being hounded yeah. by some yeah. evil guy and his cat, right? I don't need that. Um, I like, I like, um, Azriel. You know, right, I, like, I like, I like, um, you know. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I like Guardians of the Galaxy. I think I would be no, but I would be a smuggler. I'd be, I'd be, I'd have a great life. I I would, (laughs) I would be, I would be like, I'd be, I would be able to really spread my wings and be my best version of myself. If I was, I could see you and Rocket getting along. You and Rocket would be a good pair. All right, that would would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. As I don't I don't I I think they'd be cool. I mean, I wouldn't want to do um avatars. I want to have technology and be able to like fly around yeah, the planet. That's true. That's true. You know, you I don't like the natural animals and shit. No, what about uh, uh the Jetsons? Did they make ever make a movie? That'd be neat. No, no one ever dies at the Jetsons. And there's mm. no there's no bad guys other than uh that's the true. Flintstones, the I guess too. 
I rather do the Jetsons and the Flintstones. I guess that's true. Not the Flintstones. You don't want to live with the Flintstones. Yeah, there's yeah. yeah you're, uh-huh. you're, you're you're shower-ing with a dinosaur trunk. But oh, maybe, I guess with the Flintstones uh, maybe, universe, everyone's wife is you know, more actually, attractive than their husband. That's true. Everyone's wife is more attractive than their husband. Doctor Seuss. No. 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 It's friggin' mayhem, Doctor Seuss. No, that's why it's. How about Alice in Wonderland? No. Oh, that's no good either. God. That's that's probably very close to your actual reality, Omar. Yeah, that might that might be. All right, well, I'll give you the top ten movie universes, and you got to pick one. Okay, okay, good. I like this. That's better. Right, right? Yeah. So, Pirates of the Caribbean. No. Narnia. I never no. saw it. The Matrix. No. Godzilla, which I didn't realize. Oh, Godzilla? Good. Why would you live in Godzilla? <laughs> I'm not saying this is the A top. giant lizard that's destroying everything. No. <laughs> yeah. Alien and Predator. No. No. <laughs> no. Who wants to live in these? Star Trek. No, no. All right, keep going. Uh, Marvel. No. How about Marvel Dumb and Dumber? Dumber? I'll live at Dumb and Dumber. Uh, that was... Wait, I, no, you got to pick on these ten. Harry yeah. Potter, Middle yeah. Earth, or Lord of the Rings, and Star Wars. So of those ten, yeah, which I, you got to pick one? I'm not picking any of them. They're they're all they're all they're all confrontational. They're all your asses on the line. I would do. I I want technology, so I would choose one of the ones based in the future, and I'd I'd be comfortable. I I'm a survivor. You know, yeah. I if I was in prison, it'd be the same thing. It's like Shawshank, you know. Oh yeah, you'd get along just yeah, fine, you would, Shawshank. Yeah, you would you would do that, yeah. You'd be everyone's favorite. I think Shawshank, Star Trek's actually not bad. You know that they have the room where you can like like you're in a forest, but you're really just in like a VR room or something. I never saw Star. I'm not a Star Trek guy. Yeah, but I, I think I actually yeah. Star Trek would be my pick. Omar, do you have on one? Said, I was on VR recently, but it wasn't Star Trek. If you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's my topic. I'll what about Hoosiers? Through. Hoosiers. I think I could make that team. They only had six guys, seven guys. I could play on that championship team. That'd be cool. Yeah, you'd be like the guy with the butch haircut sitting on the end of the bench. That's all. Did he make? He, and would you shoot your free throws underhanded then too? That was like, Ollie. I'm better than Ollie. I'm gonna get in over Ollie. Remember they had to put mm-hmm. him in. Yeah, he made he it. Nobody. So yeah. I'd do that. I'm uh, Hoosiers. I'd live. You know, I, sure. It's a backwards racist. Uh, Right, you ready down. for my topic? Yeah, go ahead, Omar. <laughs> so, yeah. boy, that was a you know problem. how hard. hard, you know, hard. Listen, yeah, you're I'm done, not Dave. That I'm, yeah, sorry, I went too long. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying that I'm. You know, you know, I'm. I, I'm. You know, I'm batting a thousand, but you know, I can be. I can be. I alluded to it earlier. I can be funny sometimes, or I try and be funny, but they okay. don't always take. You know. Yeah. And sometimes. You say things that aren't construed maybe like you thought they might be and or, um, you know, in it, in the, your provocative thoughts are such that it might be too far, mm. right? Like the soul mm. man. Like inappropriate. Um, yes. Yes. Conversation your soul man debacle. Yes. Which for our listeners was a work call where I brought up the soul man. Really, to, which to, the movie with C. Thomas Howell. Who was your audience? Who was your audience? To, to, to an African American gentleman and his two partners. And you called it a basketball movie. That's let's yeah, just remind the, everyone. Nuance, but yeah, it was just inappropriate. <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't the best. Uh, you know, uh, the greatest uh, basketball movie of all reference. time. I think he did not work out well. One of the so, best basketball movies he called it. And then like I'm like, well, my brain is like, this is the humor, and sometimes it's going to be a little whatever weird. So I have to. I was in New York a few days ago for a bit, and I took my god kids to. You know, we go to 
uh, this school in the West Village where it's super cute, you know, and they had their Halloween thing, you know. These okay. kids are between, I don't know, three and like ten. That's a whatever. magical so it's time all Halloween. Dressed up in outfits. The parents are all it. dressed up. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, my bestie dressed up as Bad Bunny and she's a, she's a woman. She put, put on the facial hair and everything. It was amazing. And so everyone was dressed up, right. including the parents. And so one of the parents is like, are, are you, are you getting dressed up? And I go, yeah, I already am. I'm dressed up as a pedophile. Oh and, my and, God. And you said this so at an elementary really, school. <laughs> I thought it was really funny. It's, it's, it's funny if it was a skit on Saturday Night Live. Not so funny in real life. The at a real elementary school when you don't no, even have kids at the elementary school. Needless, think about needless that to say, it was, yeah, it wasn't, yeah, but they all know me there. They see me around. And now right. you'll be on yeah, posters yeah. everywhere. So do you think that like, that's a sign of my moral depravity that my brain says stuff like that? Or, I think should I curtail that humor part? Is it? It was really. It really wasn't received that well. Look, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a take here. Number one, we all have that depravity in our heads, and we think it, but we don't say it. So yes, I would think in my head that's a pretty funny line, and then my brain would say to my mouth, "But don't say it out loud." And I would go, "Okay, brain, I won't." And I'll laugh to myself and chuckle, and then I'll say something else. You don't have that blocker. Yours comes right out. And so, uh, yeah, that's a problem. That's a yeah, problem. It, it's got to be really funny to make get it, make pet Wait, feel That is funny. Work. That's really funny. It is funny. But, again, in not in the context, it is disturbing to parents of four-year-olds to hear that from person who, were you smoking a joint at the time? Were you lighting something up and, and saying that? Were you in your Were you in your ice cream truck? Did you bring your ice cream truck that day? <laughs> were the kids in earshot? Did you say in were front you, of everyone? Were you dressed oh, as a clown? Oh. Were you dressed as a clown? Bob, when I said it, I started laughing, but again, it was not received. Like it wasn't a clean hit. You know what no. I mean? No. What if you had said a uh, school shooter? Would that have been cool? No. Okay. Well, that's, oh, like that's that's, the way. <laughs> that's basically the same shit. You're, oh, you're, my you're, you're God. on a very similar. Oh, he has standards. Yeah. Okay. See, that's see? That, does that bring it to light? That's an interesting way of looking at it. Does that bring <laughs> really it to light? There, because yeah. I would not, I would not have said that. I would not. Right. That. It's, so that listen, like that someone, that that repulses me for some reason. A pedophile doesn't. What does that mean? The, uh, the image that a parent has of someone shooting up their kid's school is really awful, but just almost as equally awful is a grown man preying on them sexually. <laughs> I, uh, you see that? You see that? Where I got that from? My, um, <laughs> listen to me. I am. One is funnier than the other. Yeah, one is funnier than. I'm not again in my head. Yes. And an SNL sketch, yes, one is funnier than the other. Not on school grounds. SNL is not doing a uh, pedophile right. trick-or-treat skit, though. That's, They're not, uh, but it would be funny. And remember you that, see it being remember done that, in some sort of way. Remember that whole Louis C.K. bit? Which yes. one? Yeah. Yes, and that was a very funny bit. It's very edgy, but a very funny bit. But again, he got away with it because he's a comic on stage to an audience 
who knows his brand of humor. You are a grown man. Yes, you are a grown man without kids coming to an elementary school telling people you're a pedophile <laughs> for Halloween. Was the principal there when you said it? No, principal was not there. And I'm, I mean, you guys are giving me a complex now about my rapier wit. I mean, don't yeah, use the word cool. rapier. That's, yeah. that's bad. Uh, yeah, that's not what that's you want to use. Don't use, words. don't use that word either. You're like that guy from Rest Development where everything yeah. you say yeah. is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think good. rapier is a bad, uh, bad example too. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a very poor tasting joke, very ill timed. But. You have to see that, right? You do see that. Yeah, I I definitely I definitely see it, but I think that if it's funny, it's not mean. Y- yeah, if that's always your been friends. Your rule. Right, hold on, let's back up though. Ahead, if it's ahead, it's his friends and they're just yeah. he's joking around, right? Funny. The fact that you mentioned on the podcast is another maybe judgmental error, but um, <laughs> if it's with the right people, just like ha ha, move on. But they they I mean, were they, wait they were wait a second. Is this like because the whole like oversensitivity of society? No, no, no. You're right. There is an oversensitivity society. But let me give you it in context. You can't, make, you can't make pedophile jokes. You can. I'm going to tell you when it's acceptable. You ready? <laughs> okay. Let me write let me give you down. a scenario. Let's say you're with your buddy whose kids go to that school, and you two are having a beer with maybe two or three other buddies. And and he says, Omar, I want you they to come. Do they all have kids? Yes. But they're not there. You're in a bar at night, and it's just you guys. And he says, Omar, I want you to come to the Halloween party at my kid's school. It's really fun. They would love to see you. By the way, everybody dresses up. And you go, great, I'll come as a pedophile. That's funny. That's funny. Because all your friends heard that, and they know you don't mean it. And it's hilarious. And the setting is is right. Add little kids to the mix. Then add a school. (laughs) And all of a sudden, it's no good. Same line. No good. (laughs) <laughs> I don't are know. Getting, are you getting context now? Let's. Yeah. Let's, there's a few things we can write them down for you. There's just a few areas <laughs> you should just try to avoid: and uh, school shooting, <laughs> pedophilia, yes, around uh, the school, necrophilia. Like, there's a bunch of like we should, we'll write them down for you, and then listen. Reference I'm a, them. I'm of the mindset that anything can be funny. I really genuinely believe that anything, even the most horrific things in time, in time, not maybe not maybe right after, but in time can be used in a funny manner in some way in the right context with the right audience. But that's the key. Right context, right audience. So I'm not a prude. I'm not overly sensitive. Believe me, I think if things are funny, things are funny. But that was uh, that was uh, uh, ill timed. You know what? And it's now it's good, funny uh, now because you yeah. you shared it with good us content. on the podcast. That's yeah, right. it's good content. We get to well, laugh at that, And that's the point. Content. Content. You go through life. Good, bad, and different. Josh yeah. moved to California, spent a lot of money to have a story for the content. <laughs> you, right. reputationally, right. expensively, yeah. you, made you some risk, other different kind of content. You risk uh, parole and probation for content, <laughs> and the, and I applaud that. And I took the cheap way out. I just picked a random thing off the top of my head. That's that's right. Someone else's material. <laughs> and Dave Googled something. <laughs> and there you have it. And that's how you, you make go. a that's show. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, that's how you make a show. That's how you make an episode of FTS if you if you want the formula. There's a secret formula right there. Are you um, right, Omar? You okay? Yeah, you seem a little, no, you seem a little down. No, 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 no. I'm just I'm just pensive. I'm, I'm yeah, taking might... what you guys said. 
you might want to write a letter of apology to the family <laughs> and to the school and mail it to and the, real to pedophiles who who no who, I'm gonna uh, be there I'm gonna be there I'm gonna be there on Monday yeah I don't think that's a good idea I wouldn't go back to that school we for walk, quite some I walk the kids to school whenever I'm there <laughs> yeah again again probably, probably. do not dress think, up as a you clown. think I wait a second you think are you are you serious you might want to take a hiatus from that school. <laughs> Stop it. You're crazy. Am I? Am I? Well, yeah. people could write in and respond to whether they think it's funny or not. They did could. you give our email address? I did. How about that? Friends at FTS.media. Do you think it's appropriate for Omar to go back to the school uh, that he uh, said the uh, pedophile joke at? Is that appropriate for him to go back to the school? And if so, um, how soon can he go back? So we'd love to hear from you. And the fifth emailer will be the one that actually is what the advice that Omar has to follow. So yeah, there you go. Right. We'll make it a contest. Not going to the school. I'm going with the kids to school. We're dropping them off. That's the school. Are you not going to the school? Yeah, but I'm, with, I'm with the babies. I'm with the kids. Even worse. You're with kids. Oh, yay. Well, you're <laughs> nuts, man. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. I, you know, it, yeah, we'll see what can the I, can I give you? Are. Let me give you some insight from a guy – you're a guy. You're a guy who who does not is not married, doesn't have kids, right? I'm going to tell you the perspective of a guy who's who's married with kids, and what my wife and her friends from the school do. All right, and Dave, you tell me if I'm accurate. You're right. No, you're, I, I, I know oh where you're going with this. They have they, they Facebook groups. They don't know me. They have text chains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. don't know you. Anyone who overheard that would be like, oh, my God, and they put it on Facebook. Anyone else oh, wait, hear that? Wait, let me receive that poorly. I'm being a little Anyone bit else hear that? <laughs> uh, they did laugh a little bit. That, no, he's backing off. Yeah. That non-Caucasian <laughs> gentleman talk about no, uh, pedophilia. No. All right, all right. <laughs> Were you at a mostly white school? I, I bet you were. I will keep. I will keep you guys updated, and, let, and, and please let me know if I'm any if I'm in any chat threads. We yes, may need and, to quickly delete and, all and our episodes. What we're going to ask, by the way, is that for your one phone call every day from prison, that you save it for the podcast. Because if you burn it on something else, then we have to delay an episode. That's your Shawshank, you know, universe you can live in. Then there you go. You That's can right. live it out. Hey, hey Omar, you, guys, you can get busy dying, or you can get busy living. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are whack. You guys are whack. All right, did we clear that up for you? Yeah, you cleared it up plenty. Thanks. All right. All right, everyone. Uh, that is episode 56. I think we solved a lot of problems. We shared some uh, uh, a, a good story. Check out our, our website again and uh, write us an email. Let, let us know what you think about these uh, stories and, and issues we brought up today. And we are so glad to have you yet for another episode. And we hope to see you. 457. See ya. Bye, everyone. See you later. <laughs>